0: Hello, and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Womax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files, so join along. Watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited This is episode 50, a nice little milestone And this is the season finale of season 2 Which is Anasazi Yeah, Anasazi, yeah Nailed it Okay, Brian <laughs> <laughs> Is this a big episode? This
1: is a very big episode, yeah um, Like how big? A... Like Blue Whale? Very Double this Decker is, this is, Yeah, this is huge, huge. So, Like certain things happen in this one That have repercussions Right. Um, yeah, throughout the entire X Files legacy, really. So, yeah, I've uh, been looking forward to get into this one. I, I've always really loved this one. They, they, when X Files like started getting really big during season two, like that's you know pe- people really came into it during season two, mm-hmm. and they released on video. Uh, these like X-Files feature films which was basically the two part episodes and three part episodes strung together as a movie um, and I remember this one coming out on on video and it was before season three hit so if you wanted to see the first two episodes of season three before they aired on television you bought that video you got that movie and you, got, and, and you just watched it as one long movie Um and I, I just, I watched that video so many times, like literally so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this, this episode, really big one for me, I absolutely love it, um, not, to, not to blow my wad before we even get into it, but yeah.
0: Too late. Okay. Too late. Okay, <laughs> so let's just dive right into it then, Bray.
1: Okay, so we start in New Mexico mm. um, on a Navajo reservation there's an earthquake and this 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 kid is the teenager uh he he wakes up he goes for a ride on his bike and he as he's out he sees in this quarry um the top of a train car what looks like the top of a train car that had been buried mm-hmm. in the earth obviously the earthquake has shaken it loose um and then a few moments later, uh, we, we go to his uncle's house, this this guy called Albert Hostein, um, and yeah, the, the, the guy comes back and says, I've found something, mm. I think you better come and see. And they go out and they see what can only be described as an, an alien corpse.
0: Mm. Yeah, see, I don't remember this episode. Um, we're starting to get to the point now where it's getting very vague on some mm. of the Excel's episodes and... He's out in the desert, riding the dirt bike, sees this shiny thing under the dirt, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. spaceship. He's found <laughs> a spaceship. <laughs> and it, it, even more so when you see the city dead alien. Yeah. Yeah, later on, or, or what you think that? And there's, there's something about seeing that dead alien that just it, it makes the little hairs in the back of your neck stand yeah. up. Um, and it also gives you that flashback to Erlenmeyer Flask because, well, because... That's what we saw in that one as well, and um, you're already feeling right at the start of this episode that it's it's just moving very quickly. You know, it's like I'm going for I'm going for a ride my bike. Boom! He's already at his destination. Sees the thing. Boom! He's back at the the cabin with the alien titles. You know, it, it doesn't waste any time at all, and that's something that we're going to see throughout this episode.
1: Yeah, it's really impressive. They, they throw everything into this. You, you know you're watching a season cliffhanger with this one. Um, it's just just everything about it just feels on a different level with regards to the way it's written, the way it's paced, um, and just some of the stuff that they do in it. Uh, one of the things they did in it, actually, uh, while, while we're on this, this introductory scene, um, that quarry, uh, they... They did a bit of production on that, actually, because they... Obviously, they shoot this stuff in Vancouver. There are no quarries that look like the red rocks of New Mexico. So they literally spray-painted that whole... Quar- that it, Yeah, it's it's not a quarry, basically. I'm not one in New Mexico. So that red feel you get off it, that red look, mm-hmm. that's all spray-painted rocks. So, yeah, pretty... pretty uh, pretty nifty way of making a New Mexico quarry book. there you go so yeah um, we come back after the credits mm-hmm. and we see the thinker we don't know he's the thinker yet we, we just see, we see this guy at a computer bit of a nerd um, looks like he's trying to hack something yeah. and looks like he's got in uh, he starts do- downloading all these files and then does a does a runner basically, um, and we we kind of we cut from there. While while he's doing these downloads, we cut from there to this kind of a, a consecutive group of people. Like it, it keeps on, it seems to get passed from pillar to post. It's just the world it's leaders. Like, yes, basically, are, are people who are behind the world leaders. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's going through all these suits until eventually. It gets to Cancer Man um, And he's like Gentlemen That was the phone call I never wanted to get uh, And yeah So this this is the syndicate This is the first time We get
0: introduced. I mean I, I, I say that after every PP I call that I get You know <laughs> <laughs> For some reason I just figured That's what he'd be saying Okay so So this group of People at the table Is going to be a Reoccurring thing
1: mm,
0: yeah. Right okay So I, I did not I don't know this
1: Yes so uh, the syndicate. This, yeah. So this,
0: yeah. It's the basically. perfect name for like a bad guy operation, isn't it? <laughs> it's just perfect. It says everything you need to know.
1: Mhm. Um, so yeah, just so as he's got that phone call, basically all these SWAT guys bust down the Thinker's door, but he's already gone. Mm. Um, so we go from there to Mulder taking some pills. And then the three stooges, as he calls them, the lone young men, arrive and start to tell him about this guy called the Thinker. Now, I don't know if you remember, but he has been mentioned in the season already. um, So they did kind of foreshadow that. Um, And they say that this guy, the Thinker, has hacked the Department of Defense files and is now on the run (coughs) and will meet with only Mulder. Obviously because of Mulder's reputation with regards to government secrets, UFOs, that kind of thing. This guy knows about him much in the same way I would imagine that Max Fenwick did. Mm. Um, And yeah, he he will only speak to Mulder. So just as they get through telling him that, they hear a gunshot. They look twitchy as hell, like Mm. maybe it's for them. Uh, But as they go down the corridor, they see this woman freaking out in a room, people trying to console her. And she's just shot her husband of thirty years. Yeah. To which Frohicky's response is weirdness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and I, like, when this happens, I'm just like, "Well, that's a bit of a contrivance. That seems out of the blue." Um, mm. Somebody's just added that in for for no reason whatsoever, and then, a
1: suspense. Yeah, it's and like,
0: and the, just just to have a gunshot, and then the police turn up, look like, like, really quickly. Like the, mm. You know, by the time Mulder gets down the hall, the policemen are following him, and I'm just like, "How?" Mm. And I just think, and I didn't count this scene. It I wasn't until we get near the end of the scene that it actually makes sense. But just now, I was like, "This is pointless. It Makes no sense whatsoever."
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, why, why, what's going on here? And and it's bizarre because when you think about it, when you look at what's going on mm. throughout the episode, Mulder taking the pills, having the water, um, the, the way he is different, the way he's getting, you know, like, hysterical about things. Um Paranoid about things, emotional. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, particularly with one scene that we'll get a little bit later on. You should. It's right there. It's signposted, but because everything's moving so fast and you're getting so much information all the time, you just yeah, you don't you don't pick up on it. Um, So, yeah. So she's shot her husband. I've got to say, I loved her performance. They they really got that actress worked up into a frenzy. Okay, I don't think um, I
0: noticed because it was more kind of like this. This, this is just out of place.
1: Oh uh, right. Well, if, if if you ever go back and do a rewatch, mm? just just yeah, just watch her. The way she reacts to that, it's so believable. Um, but yeah, they they definitely worked her up some. But um, yeah, so Mulder goes to meet with the thinker and he, this guy basically gives him this this dat tape uh, which looks quite dated by now <laughs> uh, you know, no sd cards or anything like that it's a dat tape um and Mulder asks him why 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 are you giving me this and he responds with basically i i want you to promise that you, promise me that you'll make these rat bastards pay for what they've done mm. um and uh, yeah, basically he, he trusts in Mulder, so... Yeah. <clears throat> what, what do you think of this guy, this the thinker guy? Um,
0: just typical hacker, you don't really get too much information from him at all, because, like I said, it's just it's moving along really quickly, so it doesn't give you a chance to really sit back and, uh, and wait up, but he seems fine, he seems kind of panicky, edgy, the kind of thing you would like, his performance is fine.
1: I, he's... I kind of feel like he's got a little bit of a Max Fenig vibe. Right. He, he feels like he fits in with that crowd. He's got a suit um, jacket.
0: <laughs> cut above.
1: <laughs> so we go to Mulder's office, and Scully comes in, says that Skinner is looking for him, and Mulder is absolutely blistering with excitement. He looks like a kid in a candy store, um, and he's like. Um, yeah it's just are you familiar with the commandment scully and it's like which which one are you on about? right side like the one where you know god told us about creating the heavens and the earth but forgot to tell us about his little side projects he's like he's he's so yeah he's just so buzzing about the possibility that he's dis- discovered this uh proof of ufos and stuff um but uh when he pulls it up, when he pulls the file up, it looks like it's all in gibberish, and mm-hmm. um, he loses a bit, kind of smashes something off his desk, kicks a bin, shouts, um, and you genuinely get that sense that he's been played again. He feels like he's been played, as as he has been so many times.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get um, that that kind of it, it's it's such up and down. You know, he's he's so hi- hyper one minute, and then he's so disappointed the next. And you're like, this seems out of sorts, out of sorts for this little guy. And you're you're like, why is he, why is he being so emotional? This isn't a, like the the older we normally know. And Scully doesn't really do anything to alleviate that. The scene just kind of plays out, and and again, you're left going, what's going on here? This doesn't feel like the typical character we know. And initially, that put me in the back foot.
1: And also because we saw the thinker. Um, downloading those mm. files, we saw his reaction to discovering them. Mm. You know that, you know he's not playing Mulder. No. You, we we get the sense that he has genuinely mm. uncovered something. Um, but uh, but yeah, Scully says that actually it's not gibberish, and she recognizes a few of the consonants and things like that in there as being Navajo. Mm. Um, uh, her father worked with the Navajo code, code talkers during World War Two, um, and yeah, so, so this is actually you know this is a thing you can look it in, into it mm-hmm. historically. You know the Navajo Indians were used, and yeah, so her dad was a part of all that, so she recognises it. Um, so Mulder leaves her to try and deal with that, try and work out, find out if anyone can decode it, while he goes to meet with Skinner. Yeah. And <laughs> what a meeting this is! Mm-hmm. Um, comes completely out of the blue. Yeah. Uh, we know Mulder's a bit worked up, but yeah, he he just basically he's not, he's not in a mood to be messed around. Uh, he asks Skinner what it is. Like, you know, is this just another jerk off assignment? Skinner's like, "Look, come into my office." Mulder just walks off, just blanks him, and when Skinner grabs his arm, Mulder punches him in the yeah. face. Full on, um, knock yeah, knocking his glasses off. Skinner has to kind of restrain him. Uh, let's face it, if these two guys really went at each other, Mulder would get his ass handed to him. But well, it depends uh,
0: if Scully was there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, but yeah, yeah. I, again,
0: it's another thing, and and, and this is a sort of testament to, to the writing, and I would say because. Mulder acts out of source yet again, and, and at no point do you think this is going to be for some underlying reason. I'm I'm thinking because I've seen some episodes with some poor writing that this is just nonsense. There's no, mm. you know, I'm not. I'm just thinking like, this isn't the character that I, I know. I've seen.
1: Well, also we had that scene from. F Emasculata, that, that last scene which which I think was there for this reason. You know, we, we said that Skinner was kind of backfooting again. Yeah. We had that moment where their relationship was suddenly on a slightly dodgy ground. Mm-hmm. At that point Mulder felt like he'd been used, mm-hmm. felt like he'd been led on a wild geese chase. So I I feel like that episode, F emasculata, kind of plays into this one a lot, not necessarily with the mythology story, but with Character, character dynamics so we left on the episode on not the best ground with these characters um, and I think that, that feeds into this, when you watch this, when you see it happening you just kind of get the sense that well this was a long time coming wasn't it mm-hmm. um, so yeah the, okay so Scully is called in to a meeting with Skinner and a few other higher-ups, one of them being played by X-Files creator himself, Chris Carter, um, and yeah, she's basically asked to explain Mulder's behaviour, and yeah. you know, she's, she's almost accused of lying to protect him, so, and, uh, yeah, and it's actually Chris Carter who, who asks her, weren't you originally signed to the X-Files to debunk Mulder's work, um, so so yeah they're, they're coming at her pretty strong
0: um, and it feels again like some real pressure put on Mulder and, and other than that scene in uh, FM Masculata, it, it feels kind of out of the blue and, and unnatural but when you stand back and actually look at the episode there's, there's, there's factions there making it happen, obviously the fact that Mulder's been drugged and obviously the fact that, that Cancer Man is there in the background and making things happen and he's obviously working very close with Skinner on something and and watching him and Mulder, you feel that these are the beats that have to be taken, but at the time without that information, you're sitting here going, this just feels as if we've went way back in all these relationships but when you get the reveals later on it, it does make the story better Yeah,
1: it kind of goes from 0 to 60 in about two seconds flat, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just like Mulder's punching out Skinner. We're finding alien corpses.
0: Yeah, we do the ladies are shooting their husbands.
1: uh, Yeah, yeah, at at random. Um, Okay, so... Mulder's dad receives a visit from Uh cancer. Yeah. uh, He's basically... Obviously implies that these two have a relationship, have worked with each other on on a project. They they talk about um, I, yeah, I, I can't remember actually if they talk about it here, but uh, basically, Cancer Man says he's, he's saying to um, Will, William Bill Mulder. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's saying to Bill, look, if if Mulder comes, if if your son comes. Deny everything, okay? Deny everything. Um,
0: and, and these are the kind of scenes that I f- probably find the most exciting. Like more than say a chase sequence or anything like that, because yeah. it, it has this sort of reveal factor about it. It's got this kind of threat factor behind the conversation as well. You have these all these things that Foxy's father has been involved with. This before and, and the keep things from your son, and, and before you know it, you're, you're sitting up in the chair, you're leaning forward to the screen, and you're really taking everything in. And you're like, Oh, this is this whole new kettle of fish now. You know, it's, it's,
1: it's exciting, yeah. and and also very revealing about uh, Mulder's father because we've seen we've not seen much of Mulder's father. You know, we only saw him in the, the two parter Colony and game and in that, he sat, he seemed like a very harsh man, he didn't really yeah. seemed like someone who had a lot of love in his heart. That that
0: was the thing about has he been to see his father yet? No not, not yet. Not, not no. yet. No. Okay so that, we'll get to it we'll
1: get in. it. Yeah that comes later right. um, that comes later uh, so yeah but it, it's just this kind of vulnerability that he's showing in this, this scene uh, like his back's up against the wall he, he's He's not quite as strong as he seemed way back in Colony and Endgame, and there's that little moment as well when just before Cancer Man leaves, and he puts his hand on Bill's shoulder, and you see him just kind of uh, clench up, yeah. like like it really stings him. Um, so yeah, yeah, and there's, and there's, a, there's
0: a a an air, air of distrust between these two people, mutual kind of respect, yeah, but yeah, yeah. certainly distrust.
1: Well, I, I don't know about respect, to be honest. Fear. So yeah. I, I just feel. Mm, I I feel like C- C- Canterman has power over Bill because of what he knows, because of yeah, because of their history. So, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a good scene anyway, played brilliantly by by both actors. So, so Scully goes to see Mulder at at his apartment, and she gets into a bit of a thing with him. She she wants to know. Because obviously like, she's been called into that, that meeting uh, with good reason, you know, Mulder punched Skinner. Yeah. Uh, she wants to know wh- why. Why did he punch Skinner? And are, the f- are these files worth that? Are they worth risking everything to, to kind of uncover them? Um, Mulder snaps at her, and, but she, she just wants to know if they're doing the right thing. And uh, like I say Asks him if, if he knew why he attacked Skinner or, or she, Well she just said Why did you attack Skinner And he says honestly I don't, I don't know um, uh, Which kind of feeds into this Just mould being all over the place yes. Kind of
0: There's no see it, right I, I must be sick mm. You just think yeah, oh, yeah. oh, copy yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> often. Um, I've got a, a note here that I I, I really don't understand why. Like Scully, does Scully do something or say th- something in this scene about like wondering if she's doing the right thing by helping Mulder Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and even I got the kind of like playing on the ethos of Scully always. Um, second guessing herself and always wondering if she's doing the right thing, it's kind of like, I, I felt it was kind of like a faith based thing but she's always wondering if she's doing the right thing, she's always second guessing herself
1: mm, like she's, yeah like she She feels she's yeah. doing the right thing
0: but she's unsure if she is actually mm. doing
1: it yeah. I, I think she's just, again as usual, she's been very protective here of Mulder, mm-hmm. she can see that he's losing it a bit uh, she's and she and she's just worried for him and getting a bit overprotective, maybe. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's it's a nice moment. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, so Scully goes to visit the. Um, I, I didn't quite get the name of it actually, but basically a Navajo office. So the people who deal with the Navajo yeah. uh, Indians um, and. Well, she can't get a full translation at the moment until they get an expert involved. The the woman that is there, who is a Navajo, does recognise two words. Uh, she recognises them because they're both modern words. and They are goods and vaccination. Um, two very revealing words. but uh, yeah. What do you think when you think... Goods and vaccination. When you hear those words,
0: well, honestly, it's just was it, was it? I thought it was merchandise. Um,
1: um, well, when she when she translates, she says goods. Right.
0: So, um, um, yeah, the vaccination thing. You're just like, oh, this is some kind of like um, biological test of some sort. of has been going on, um, or weapon, uh, and merchandise probably refers to aliens. That's what I'm reading into
1: it. Right, at that point.
0: At that point, yeah.
1: Okay, so we get a a a quick moment in which Mulder is called by his father Mm -hmm. to come over. Um. Just uh, again, very, very, even just in a small moment, very different. You can tell that Mulder. Mulder knows there's something up because it, it's, it's, his dad's talking to him very softly, yeah. very um, he's, he's, he's much more of a gentle soul with him than, than we've seen him
0: previously. And, and you do feel as if there's a real weight that something could happen to his father. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not a safe character. Or that's what, that's no, what I put no. down here, you know, there's something mm. strange.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, like we, like I said, we've, we've only seen him in two episodes. Yeah. Um, and Scully's dad got killed in the in the episode that we first saw him in, yeah, within the opening scene. So, uh, so yeah, no, no one's safe really, in this show. But, um, so while Mulder's gone, Scully does some snooping in Mulder's mm-hmm. apartment, and in the as she's snooping, basically she she hears a gunshot, boom, uh, the, the kind of glass breaks. Mm-hmm. And, she, yeah, she ducks down to the ground. She's kind of got a bit of a graze on the head. So it looks like somebody was trying to shoot Mulder. Yeah. Uh, we go to Mulder's dad's. Uh, Mulder gets there, and his dad hugs him. Yeah. And, uh, like, it kind of gives you the... Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, seeing the two of them when they were last together... Mm-hmm this is not a guy who hugs his son Yeah. Um, you know so th- this you know something is like you say just weighing this guy down yeah. right now mm-hmm. um, so yeah um, and again so again the, just, to...
0: the pace is ridiculous I mean yeah, it's literally we, we just keep going it's literally 30 seconds here 10 seconds there boom 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 boom, boom we don't have time to breathe
1: but, but it's big things as well that are happening in mm. you know like S- Skinner getting punched Scully being chewed out in a meeting um a, a big emotional moment with Mulder and his father which you don't expect because of Mulder's father being the way we've seen him. a meeting between Cancer Man and and Mulder's father which is like oh my goodness these two know each other you know and then Scully almost getting shot and it's just like all these big things that are just like boom 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 so yeah I, I love it absolutely love it um but uh Mulder's dad tries to tell him the truth and Mulder doesn't quite understand uh when when uh when his father says He starts talking about the choices that needed to be made, the merchandise. Uh, He goes to the bathroom to take some pills and someone is waiting in the shower. Our good friend, Kreutcher. Yeah. And I
0: was actually just thinking throughout this episode, it's been a while since we've seen him. (laughs) 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 And there he is. And yes, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, oh yeah, he's back. Oh, Wait he's back
1: yeah Yeah, big moment so boom Mulder's father is shot we don't actually see Krijcek do the deed but pretty evident that he did yeah so Mulder rings Scully and Scully has to all but bitch slap some sense into him because he's just off on cloud nine kind of just like proper zoned out obviously he's you know his, his father's dead, he's covered in in his blood um, and he's just kind of he's he's just yeah he's just the he's just off somewhere uh, and yeah Scully's literally just shouts down the phone you're a, you're an f b i agent you've got access to weapons other than your own uh, so wake up and just do something uh, so yeah that's that's good to see it's good to see Scully kind of be a bit harder on him yeah. when he needs it, when he needs her to be. Um so he goes to her to to to, to um, her apartment, she tells she tells him come to mine because someone tried to shoot at you last night. Yeah. Um so she puts him to bed, uh takes his clothes off at some point and um Yeah. Yeah. So that's that yeah.
0: just, we'll just, just bake past yeah, that. Just,
1: We'll just bypass we'll that. Uh, so, Mulder wakes up in the morning and he just kind of starts ambling around, goes to get his
0: clothes, checks his gun,
1: and notices that his gun's not inside the holster oh. on his jeans. Um, so, yeah, he is not happy. Um, he, he phones Scully, who is at a testing site, so basically a forensic testing site where they, you know, if, you, if they've got your gun. And the same bullets, they can shoot from it and match wherever it came from that gun and all that lot so Mulder rings her has a bit of a convo, kind of flies off the handle mm-hmm. and she's trying to talk him down saying look I took your gun to clear you Mulder um, and I didn't wake you about it because you were in a state, I wanted to leave you sleeping um, she's 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 doing this to protect him basically so. yeah yeah
0: You can see her side of it, you know, I'd say more than anything, Mm -hmm. she is more than usual, she's the voice of reason, Um, Mm -hmm. and you feel that Mulder is not himself, he's not doing the things he's supposed to do, yeah, so you kind of understand Scully, and you realise that, I mean, instantly, she's not testing the gun because she thinks he shot his father, she is testing it to clear him.
1: Mm, Yeah. It's, it's it's basically the only piece of evidence they've got to clear him mm-hmm. at the moment because everything else is pointing towards him. Yeah. So with, without that ballistics, without those ballistics tests, he, he, he's yeah, he's up the creek without a paddle. So um, Scully goes to Mulder's apartment and pulls the slug from the wall from from the from whoever it was he shot at her. And she sees someone taking a gas tank away um, and goes to check down in the basement where these gas tanks are. And she sees that there is a new tank hooked up to the water supply. So someone has been coming, putting tanks up to the water supply, which basically right away, two and two together... So yeah, okay. Um, so Mulder comes home, uh, gets out of, out of the taxi, and he sees someone kind of in the background just yeah. running about. So he pulls his gun, mm-hmm. kind of runs around the other side of the building to, to catch them coming. And uh, yeah, it's Krycek, mm-hmm. and the two of them have a, a nice little fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Mulder just yeah gives gives Krijak a good kicking. Punches him like three times, full on in the face. It's just—it's a really good fight scene, and it's—it's it's also those two actors doing it. You mm-hmm. can see it. Yeah. Um, but you feel uh, as if
0: Mulder only wins this because he's fueled by drugs. ...of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no confidence. It's, true.
1: it's so true. It is. It is.
0: Absolutely um, zero confidence in his like physical prowess. You just know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's—he's he's literally. Uh, I mean, he didn't really own Skinner, to be honest. He punched Skinner punched out of the blue. <laughs> he sucker punched him. Skinner didn't see it coming, but he still restrained him, you know. Um, like you say, he he gets... I mean, gets e- e- even in that fight Skinner. with
0: Skinner, like, I thought there was a threat that Skinner was going to put him across his knee, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it was Scully and Skinner, then Scully might have a fighting chance, yeah. but... Uh yeah anyway um <laughs> it's it's a good fight scene anyway I like the uh the vicious nature of it the kind of the eye gouging and the yeah. quick repetition of punches from all that. It's, it's yeah it's good it's it's sharp but pretty brutal um so yeah i uh, Mulder has his gun on Krejcik and he's like, did, did you kill my father? Did you kill him? Um, and Krejcik's just bricking it. You can literally see him shaking. Um, he's going to lay an egg at any moment. Um, and Scully kind of rolls up mm-hmm. and says, you know, Mulder, don't shoot him. If you shoot him with his gun, then you've got nothing to prove that you didn't shoot your father. If that's the gun that killed him." And And
0: here, here um, we go. You're instantly thinking... Ah, not another one of these. She's going to talk him out of it. He's going to put the gun
1: down, and everything's going to be fine. She shoots him. She shoots him. Boom! Basically, she watched Speed, um, Mm. and she she saw that scene with Dennis Hopper and Keanu Reeves and Mm -hmm. Jeff. What's his face at the beginning? And uh, yeah, you know what do you do? What do you do? I shoot the hostage, and that's what she did. She shoots Mulder. She shoots Mulder. Um, yeah, Check does a runner, but uh, yeah, Scully basically yeah, I can't say took one for the team. Uh, she she fasted Mulder to yeah, she for the She gave one for the team. She gave one for the team. Yeah. Yeah, um, and
0: unlike most other X Files episode, this warning shot doesn't actually kill him <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so Mulder wakes up at a house um, in, uh, in the, the Navajo reservation yep. that we saw at the beginning uh, in Albert Hosteen's town. Albert Hosteen is there. He's, he's looking over some documents. Scully tells Mulder that Hosteen was a Navajo code talker in the Second World War and that he knew Mulder was coming due to an omen. She also lets him know about the water pipe in his apartment and that her name appears in the latest entries of the files. Mmm. Mm. Yeah, along with Dwayne Barry's. So, And it's just... It's, plot thicker. Yeah, it's
0: conspiracy after conspiracy, and it's, it's all those kind of things that just make you take a little bit more... pay a little bit more attention than you have been listening, a little bit closer and just go, this mm. is... It's interesting stuff, and it is. Mm. Yeah. But what... you're
1: constantly trying to connect the dots. Mm. You're constantly trying to think, well, how does everything relate to each other? Because we've got Mulder, Mulder's dad being involved with merchandise and, and vaccinations. We got, we got the fact that he was in league with Cancer Man at some point. Mm. Uh, we got these bodies turning up that are, are alien related and must be somehow related to these abductions with Scully and Dwayne Barrett It's just yeah, it's all just yeah, like I say, the plot thickens. Um, and uh, Mulder thanks Scully as well, which is a really nice moment. It's just very quick, don't make too much of it, but it's, it's just that recognition, mm-hmm. I think, of what she's done for him in this episode, the way she's gone to bat for him, and and just really, yeah, yeah go all out to, to protect him. It's so, you know,
0: it's, it's just like a short round with Indy. You know it <laughs> doesn't work, to burn them, it has to.
1: So, uh, Mulder drives with Albert, who tells him about the Anasazi tribe that disappeared without a trace. So, this is a, apparently a famous tribe of Indians, uh, uh, uh Navajo Indians that have, were called the Anasazi, who apparently, yeah, they, they just disappeared, uh, no one saw or heard from him again, um, and Mulder's like, well, what did you think happened? And he just looks at him and says, nothing disappears without a trace. Hmm. Um, you kind of get the sense that this guy, he he knows, he knows that UFOs exist, he knows that aliens exist, uh, I mean, he says it, doesn't he, at one point, he, he, he mm. implies they were abducted by saying that... Um, from visit from visitors who come here still. There's a, at some point, he says that that is a line. Um, okay, I can't remember. So, yeah, I can't remember if it was in this conversation. Um, or a little bit. Or, or, or one of the ones at the beginning, but I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm reasonably certain it was this conversation. Um, but yeah, so Eric, the guy who found the alien body. Um, what we presume to be an alien body, he takes Mulder to the quarry where he found it. And Cancer Man calls Mulder at this point. So Mulder's just about to, yeah. to go into the train car. Gets a, gets a phone call from, from Darth Vader, basically. Um, tells him his father authorised the project. Which is Mulder's father, basically. He's saying, look, your father authorised the project, which is what he couldn't live with. And that's what Mulder risks exposing. So basically, he's trying to put Mulder off looking any further because you expose what's going on and you expose your father. Um, And uh, Mulder basically throws a line back out out and calls him a son of a bitch and uh, hangs up and... Canterman has basically traced the call. He makes a reference. He says to one of his men about it, and or one of his men says, "We trace the call, sir," or something like that. So he yeah. gets out of the car, hops in a chopper, off they go. Um, Mulder goes into the train car, and he finds. I mean,
0: just quick, quickly before you stop it. Go on. Mulder yeah. gives him one hell of a put down. <laughs> go on. Um. Calls him a, a black lung son of a bitch.
1: Oh, yes, yes, a black lung son of a bitch. That's, <laughs> and you just think yeah. it's kind
0: of vicious, but it's perfect.
1: It is, yeah, I, I love it. I just, I love the. Oh, yeah, it is, it's great. Cancer, I mean, like the name he's given him, Cancer Man. <laughs> uh, the insults he gives to him, black ones, yeah, cracking. Um, good stuff there from all the... Okay, so he goes into the train car and he sees the bodies. Uh, again, they look like aliens more aliens you know what what are these aliens being doing, doing stuffed in a, a train car in okay, a mummified but then as yeah but as you see the the bodies and the way they're stacked up the fact that it is in a train car i mean i don't know about you but i get i get visions of nazi germany i get visions of jews stacked up in you know mm. in in um, in, in huge burners and and things like that, uh, concentration camp stuff, and Mulder goes in and investigates a bit closer, he sees that these bodies have smallpox vaccination scars, which right off the bat should tell you these are not aliens, these are human beings, these are presumably. The goods or the merchandise, um, and yeah, suddenly everything just becomes very, very wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if you got that yeah. when you watched it. Just that sense of like, you know, we we know what we know what the Nazis did during World War Two. We know they were involved with a lot of experimentation on Jews and things like that before. Yeah, um, but but yeah, just just seeing this, just seeing this image, mm-hmm. it's it, it's quite horrific. Probably, possibly one of the most horrific images when if, if, when you really start to think about it that we've seen yeah. in the show. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, Cancer Man shows up in the chopper, mm-hmm. and uh, like so, Mulder was on the phone to Scully at this point, telling yeah. him what he saw, uh, what he'd seen, and uh, Cancer Man comes down. Takes Eric by the arm, kind of leads him off, uh, blows the train car up, mm. basically gets one of his men to chuck a bomb in there, blows it up, to be continued. And I already know what you wrote in your notes for
0: this. Yes, but... and I, I would not say that, it's a bit of profanity, but I, was, um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be a two-parter. Right. I, I did not okay. do that going into it. So so this ending just kind of left me Mm -hmm. hanging. And I've I've no idea where it's going. Imagine
1: how it left me hanging way back when, when it came out, when we didn't have videos and we didn't have DVDs. And uh, I literally had to wait a year, a flipping year before seeing the conclusion of this. Except I didn't. Because as I said at the start, I watched it on video as a feature length film. Um, so uh, yeah but, uh, but yeah that, that's um... we have it
0: yep yeah. I mean I'll, I'll quickly wrap this one up if, if you want to go on <clears throat> go on, yeah. because we've not had a great deal of discussion about this and that's understandable because the amount of information that this thing throws at you is is unbelievable the pace is blistering you get things that seem out of place odd and unlike the characters but they are there for a specific reason they do make sense once the reasons are are given to you. Um, and I'm sure you're going to wax lyrical about it, but for me, five out of five.
1: Yeah. Um, just everything you said. Uh, I, I just, I, I love the character revelations, you know, just learning a little bit about Mulder, Mulder's father, the fact that he gets killed, you know, they, they have a habit in these season finales of killing major characters. No. Um <laughs> you know, we got deep throat in the last one. Mulder's father in this one. Um, just yeah, just seeing the connections between Canterman and his father, and a couple of fight scenes. You know, with, with which are, are pretty full on. You know, they're, they're between major characters, so they're not. It's like Mulder and Skinner. Yeah. As if that wasn't enough. Krippcheck comes back and get Mulder versus Krippcheck. It's like, blimey, what is, it? it's all kicking off. That's literally how it feels. You're sat there thinking, it's all kicking off. What on earth? It's like, who's next? And Mulder and Skull are going to have a dust up. Um, you know, and it's just, it, it is. It's just a breakneck pace. There's a, there's a few moments as you're going throughout where you're like, this, why is that there? What's, what's that all about? But like I say, once certain things are revealed, it, it, it's explained. It becomes clear, um, you know, the the woman who shoots her husband in the apartment. Um, and what a cliffhanger! Yeah, you know, he's 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 in that box car. Oh, uh, where where did he go? Because mm. we know he's not dead. Yeah, you know. Let's face it. How, how did he get out of it? What's going on? It's just and and Cancer Man as well. I feel like Canterman Man is, Kind of been elevated a bit yeah. in this episode, with with regards to his villainy. Mm-hmm. We see we see a lot of him in offices, smoking, kind of dishing out orders. We've seen him in his apartment, mm-hmm. you know, his very sparse apartment. We see that he's a very sad, kind of lonely existence. Um, but here, he's he's someone you know. We see he's, he's willing to go out there. He's willing to get his hands dirty. He's willing to do things himself. Meet with people. Uh, go out, take a team with him, and drop bombs in drain gas. You know, he's so he's he's not he's not against getting in there and rolling his sleeves up as far as uh, his villainy goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like you know, and, uh, I've said before, Krechek is one of my favourite characters in this. He's my favourite villain, probably more so than Man. Um, he Here, uh, he's he's kind of really started to cement that. You know, he starts to come into his own. In this three-parter, because yes, this isn't a two-parter; no. it's a three-parter. Right. Really? Um, so, uh, yeah, he you know he gets a few more moments throughout this. Um But yeah, I love it; absolutely love it. Five out of five, cracking stuff.
0: Excellent. So, our next episode is going to be the season two wrap-up, where we discuss our bottom five episodes, our top five episodes, and that'll be a, a, an extra fun episode. It was fun in season one, and I'm sure this one will be just as informative just as entertaining. So we we'll see you there on the next episode of The Excels Revisited.
1: You've been listening to The X-Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.